Welcome to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard. Since I was a child, I've had chronic pain, yet was told time and time again that it was all in my head. So I pushed through my symptoms and I built a successful career until I found myself crouched on the floor of my office, barely conscious. After finally getting a diagnosis, I had to learn how to embrace the life I've been given as fully and happily as possible. Now, it's my mission to help you do the same. Join my guests and I each week for inspiring stories and tips on navigating the complexities of chronic illness. Together, I believe we can move forward with courage, passion, and purpose. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chronically Courageous. I know there's still a lot of things going on in the world right now, and I just want to send you all a lot of extra love and let you know that you are not alone in feeling the heaviness of the world right now and the up and down emotions that come with everything that we're seeing happening. So big hugs for me. And regarding this week's podcast, we are going to do part two of two. So last week, we talked to Sydney de Camilla and learned about her struggle with infertility. And she went through three rounds of IVF, finally to conceive. And then when she did have her baby, she ran into some other major challenges. She wound up having kidney failure and a major rare diagnosis. After spending a month in the hospital, Sydney certainly had a lot of time to reflect and look at life in a very different kind of way. So this week, we're going to talk about that. And I will tell you, if you want to be inspired, do not turn this podcast off because Sydney has got some great nuggets and just full of inspiration. She's a true warrior. So I hope you guys all enjoy so much. So Sydney, tell me this. You don't feel like you can be the mother you want to be. And when you're going to dialysis, you have this guilt. So take off your mom hat now and put on your coaching hat. What would you tell Sydney if you were not Sydney and you were coaching her? Great question. Well, that kind of leads me into what's really changed for me. Mm what's really, I guess, I mean, just what's really changed for me. I've had a major shift in the past. I mean, I can't say there was one moment where everything shifted for me, but I've been learning some really fundamental truths that have changed everything Mm -hmm. for me. And the biggest thing, it's a couple things, but I'd say the biggest thing is letting go of my judgment about being sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not identifying with sick being bad and healthy being good. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Kind of lets a weight off, you know, it's like even, even me hearing that from you, it like, Oh, okay. Because yeah, we do have that tendency to think we're not enough and we're, we're less than because we're sick and you know, that kind of thing. And of course, I know that's not true in my heart, but or in my my mind, but my heart sometimes, <laughs> you know, you feel like you're not enough right. and you can't be, you know, the the wife, the the mother, the et cetera, you know, friend that you want to be. So I got right. that. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really coming to terms with, it's like there's a, a polarity to everything and everything must exist in the same space. So without sickness, there wouldn't be health. Right. Without death, there would not be life. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and really learning and meditating on the fact that there is no such thing as good or bad. So when you take that judgment off of your current situation, so when I was able to say, my kidney failure is not good nor bad. It is. Yeah. And it's completely part of my journey. Yes. And had my kidneys not failed and had I not gone through all of this, I would not have catapulted my deep desire to just serve in such a capacity the way I have recently started to. And it wouldn't have, I mean, there, there's no way. I would still be stuck in my old belief patterns. I would still be, you know, it took me almost dying to like get rid of this egoic chatter in my head that was holding me back from everything I really wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. So awesome. I have, I have tears in my eyes hearing that because I, <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's so true that like our greatest pain really brings about our greatest breakthroughs. And sometimes we have to get to our lowest of low points and that may be a near-death experience or like, you know, paralysis or something so life-changing that everything else kind of slips away and you really realize what's important. And I think for you and me, for both of us, that's service, being able to help other people. And because we've been through what we've been through, we have that ability to be able to really relate on an entirely different level to people. Right. Yeah. Yes. And we've, and you and I both know, even just recently, and you with the podcast and other stuff that you're doing, like, you're like, life is just like, it's amazing. You know? It's like so beautiful. It's, it's like the best. I've have ever, you ever been so happy? Never, never been this happy in <laughs> right. my entire life. I feel so free and liberated and excited and purpose driven and all of those things. It's like the most incredible thing. And it really is a matter of looking at it and saying, okay, why everything that happens to us, you know, and it's so cliche, but it happens for a reason. And I, and I really, really believe that. And I don't think, I think there was a time when I didn't believe that. And in in those moments, we don't always know why. And, you know, we can get into the poor me pity party, but in retrospect, every single thing that happened, and there's been a lot of things, (laughs) it's not just the health stuff. It's like a whole bunch of other stuff. And I think every single thing that's happened has led me to exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And I'm in such a place of gratitude. It's just incredible. Right. Exactly. And I'm, I can honestly say I have come to a point where I'm like, and and I'm not just saying this, like you hear people say this and you're like, okay, well maybe they've kind of believed that. Or even I've said things like that and kind of believed it before, you know, but sort of, you know, if I was just trying to be inspirational, no, I can say with complete certainty, wholeheartedly from my core of my being, that 
I am so grateful for my kidney failure. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that insane, right? It's like people would be like, what? I don't, but you know, people that have been there, they can get that. They understand that. They yeah. can understand that when they, when they, and it's not necessarily, I mean, you've really like progressed quickly in terms of your, you know, your mindset. And perhaps that was because of your coaching background. But I mean, it took, I, I didn't bounce back quite as quickly as you did. I'll be perfectly real about it. I mean, I, I went dark for a long time. And, mm-hmm. and I think these, these past like two, three years, I, I kind of really come out of it, but more and more every day. I mean, it's just, just life is amazing. Life is absolutely amazing. Right. So it's more beautiful than it's ever it been. Really is, right. It really, really is. So you made an announcement the other day on your uh-huh. Facebook page. And for so many different reasons, I was so elated and I had tears in my eyes. And I was just like, my heart was like jumping out of my chest. I was so excited for you. And for two reasons. One, because obviously I adore you. I love you. And I think you're incredible. And you have so much to give in this world and so much more to live for and your baby and your family. But there's so many people that are going to benefit from what you have to offer because you have so much to give. But then also because you, some of the things, some of the breakthroughs that you're having are some of the same things I'm working on. And it just really gave me inspiration and hope. So can you kind of share that story and the update on that and kind of like what led to that news? Yes. So completely unexpected. (laughs) So let me just start by reiterating what I just told you. As I was able to completely let go of the judgment of being sick as a bad thing, all these things just started to, fireworks just started to go off in my brain. Ideas for how I wanted to show up, ideas for how I wanted to serve and who I wanted to talk to. And and it was just like all doors just started opening everywhere. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This is beautiful. And I, I stopped identifying with kidney failure and I used it as my buddy. I was like, all right, like let's work together. You know, <laughs> how, can we, how can we do this? And I'm pumped. And so what now when I go into dialysis, I'm like, you know, I have to get my mind right. I don't dread it anymore. I'm like, how can I make the most of this session? You know, how can I laugh more? You know, how can I just that mindset just really started to bubble up. And I had a, just last week, or no, this week, this Monday, (laughs) two days ago, I had a call with my nephrologist. Everything's telehealth now. Thank you, COVID. And and we're just, you know, chatting about my labs. And she's like, you know, this number's good. This is a little low. You know, everything was sort of the same. And she saved it for last. She said, well, you know, I want to talk to you about your creatinine. And your creatinine is one of the main measures of your how well your kidney function is doing. Mm-hmm. And mine had been, if you look at when I first went into kidney failure to now, to, to recently, it's been a slow progression of going lower. You can't deny that, but I mean, slow as it could possibly go. Of right? course. Right. <laughs> but I've always been like, well, I'm not giving up hope, you know? Good for you. And let me also, sorry, let me side note this. My doctor considered me in-stage renal failure mm-hmm. a few months ago, where, which means basically we don't have, doctors say we don't have any hope that your kidneys are going to come back mm-hmm. and you're, you're going to need a transplant. The great news is that I had a friend, an old dear friend come forward and offer to be a transplant oh. and she's a match. Oh, wow. And uh, so I thought that was, you know, glorious. Right. And I'm just like, wow. 
And I finally was able to get rid of the fear of a transplant. That was big on me for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I was afraid. And then I, but I finally was like, that's not a bad thing. And I worked on the fear and I I recognized there's no such thing as fear. And I I just went into acceptance of that. And I was so happy about that. Back to this teleconference with my nephrologist where she's like, let's talk about your creatinine. And she said, uh, this really shocked me. It's only 3.95. And I was like, I mean, I went dead silent (laughs) and my eyes on bugged out of my head and I was like did you just say three what went for <laughs> I mean my what was that before it well the time before that was 5.1 oh my gosh and I'm not going to get into this actually because it's too complicated I thought that those labs when I read those labs I read 4.6 but I guess there was some kind of mistake hmm. Or what I'm reading into it as, God just totally made a miracle happen and switcherooed those numbers, and no one seems to understand how that worked, but they were the right numbers. So she reads 3.95, and I was just like, what? I mean, I just, I was sweating. I was crying. I I didn't think my, okay, did I I never lost hope that miracles could happen and that my kidneys could come back. But I was totally prepared for a transplant. And, you know, all these other things had been happening too. Like I got this other catheter put in my my stomach surgically and it was nothing but infected for months and I was never able to use it. And I was just like, why? (laughs) And then I had to get that removed. And I was just, I finally was able to let it go. And I just was like, do I have to get this other thing in my arm that blows out a vein and makes your arm deformed, you know, am I going to have to go there called a fistula? Mm. And the message I kept getting was, I've got this, Mm. I've got this, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it didn't make sense why I had to get that catheter out because then I would have to get a deformed arm thing. And here the whole time I'm like, I'm trusting you that this is all supposed to be working out for me, (laughs) you know, and COVID is going to delay my transplant. So what the heck? Oh my gosh. But, you know, then I just was able to let it go and, and genuinely let it go and trust. Mm. And, uh, and just miraculously, I see this drop. Wow. And, um, and things I also had been doing was setting more intentions, more visualizations, getting more Reiki. I had done some work in some hypnotherapy mm. to work on my subconscious and old beliefs. And that was great. I did, I've done body code sessions. I've done a lot of different things to slowly but surely, you know, chip away at my energy and, and my, my limiting beliefs and my old behaviors and my old thought processes. And I've been just doing nothing but self-development and soldiering my way through this whole experience. Mm -hmm. And then the 3.95 just blew my mind. Uh, Yeah. That's amazing. It's so So, great. And it's just, it's so, it's such divine timing that you literally got that information two days before we were scheduled to record this because how awesome is it that we get to share this on the podcast with everybody and give everybody else hope that yes, you do have control. I mean, you know, the mind is so, so powerful and the things that we can, you know, we can tell ourselves the stories of, of being sick and constantly feed that, or we can feed ourselves with visualizations and, and all sorts of like naturopathic healing to, to get out of that. Right. And the key here, the key, which is not easy to 
to adapt overnight by any means. It's the best goal to have and it's the, there's no destinations in life, but it's the point of wholeness and the point of pure peace when you can let go of the judgment Mm -hmm. about being sick. That sick is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sick just is. Right, right. It just is. Well, the other thing you said before, you talked about, you know, having these expectations of the kind of mother you wanted to be. And another thing that Tony Robbins says is, you know, trading your expectations for appreciation. So that comes into play as yeah. well, right? I mean, it's... Totally. Changing it for, for appreciation, for gratitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the daily practice. You don't just, you know, wake up without practicing. I mean, you have to work those mind muscles. You have to work those meditations. Every, day, you know? every single day. Every yeah, day. And it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I find it's funny because, you know, I, I haven't worked now for like four years, but I, my job is to heal myself. And it's, it's a big job to do all these things when you wake up in the morning. And like, you know, now I've been, I've kind of readjusted my schedule and I've actually been waking up in the morning, which before I didn't, I would wake up like basically in the afternoon. But it's been really great because I've been able to go out and walk in the park barefoot like a hippie and take off my shoes and do earthing and all these things. Oh God, we're the same. We're the same. (laughs) I love it. It's so great. And I've been, you know, another thing I heard you talk about in one of your YouTube conversations, I think it was the one with Sarah, was how you, you know, you're receiving all of these these downloads and messages and things like that. And, you know, that's something that I think years ago, I wasn't open to that stuff. I've always been, I think, pretty intuitive and definitely extremely empathic, but scared to like open those channels up. And now I'm much more open to it. And I, and I've been seeing signs. And, you know, when I meditate now, I go so deep. The other day, I saw like these like stars and, you know, all these like shapes and you know, I have vivid dreams all the time, really vivid dreams, like crazy, like I'm there. And I know, I know they're sending me messages and I've always kind of been into dream analysis, but now even more so, I'm just like, what are my spirit guides trying to tell me? What, you know? Yes. So. Yes. Oh God. Yes. I mean, I, I'm just like, I can really, I can really, I mean, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not as fully there as I want to be, but I'm, but I'm becoming more, and that's part of what I'm working on too with my, my health coach that I'm working with right now is, um, you know, the one that's helping me do brain rewiring and breathe, breath work and things like that is, you know, really tuning into those messages and letting, letting the, the, them know that you're open to receiving those messages. So I'm saying it out loud now. I'm, I'm open to receiving. Please send me my messages. Continue to send me clear messages and guide me. Yes. Yeah. And it, and it will. It will. And I'm the same as you. I mean, I've only, as I've been able to let go, I've been able to, those channels are much clearer mm-hmm. and, um, and it's beautiful. And, and I'm not holding on to whether or not my kidneys heal. Am I visualizing it and believing it and drawing little pictures, which I'm showing you, but I guess the podcast oh, can't see it. About- I love it. <laughs> Explain, explain what the picture is so that people can know what you just showed me. So I did this uh, intention setting new moon thing last night where we drew pictures of our future selves. And this is just like a, a very childlike drawing of me clicking my heels and this yellow light coming out of my 
kidneys just all out into the universe. And then there's a purple crown chakra is like got lines drawing up to the sky and it's wide open. And yeah, (laughs) the visualizations are key. Um, I just did a vision board the other day, you know, and, and put everything that I, I envision for myself and I get to look at that every day. It's so powerful. And just being open to whatever happens, happens, and I don't need to control it. And it's exactly how it's supposed to be. It's, it's kind of it's like exactly perfect. Exactly. It's all, it all happens exactly how it's supposed to unfold. Right. And it's like perfect example yeah. is you trying to get pregnant and going through two rounds of IVF and then kind of the third round being like, whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to focus on my career. And the moment you let that go, that's, that's when you got your little miracle. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same theme, really. It really is. It's amazing how that works, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, speaking of themes, I mean, I notice a lot of us who have been in this chronic illness world, I mean, we kind of, we, we go through this kind of crazy route of abusive relationship and addiction and a tough family environment growing up potentially. I just, you know, there's like, there's like these different layers that, uh, that kind of continue to stack up. And yeah. I, I, and it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like what the, you know, if the, if all of that then leads to the chronic illness or, you know, I heard something this morning, actually listening to another podcast where someone was t- saying that it's someone that's healed herself from chronic illness and she does the brain rewiring and all that. And she said that, she's extremely tapped into her spirit guides. And she said, she believes that the reason that she was so sick for so long was because she was shutting all of that out. And I think once we, once we really open ourselves up to what we're supposed to be and where we're supposed to be in this world, then we can heal. Yes. And that's when it's, when you start to open it up, that's when you start to receive the information. So I, I don't know that I'll ever know what caused this kidney failure, but it was 100% tied into the amount of fear that I walked in from a young age to just recently, you know, which I've, I've always been working on getting rid of, but an immense amount of fear and anxiety that I just lived in that caused disease. Yeah disease. And it manifested in this way. And it was, I feel like I was getting cleaned out and all the things I was doing. And it just, just showed up as this kidney failure and was like, Oh, we got this. It's a big one. But I've, I've really believed that it has a lot to do with me purging garbage Mm -hmm. from my past. And it's just coming out in this way. And so I have had no doubt that my kidneys could heal themselves once my brain, what's between my ears driving this ship, was, you know, a little more in tune with what's really going exactly. on. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah, totally get it. I guess if you could give advice to other people that are going through their chronic illness journeys and trying to heal, what would be words of advice that you would give? There's so much, obviously, so it's like hard to really I narrow know, this I down. Very, very broad. <laughs> And I knew you were going to ask like questions like this because I have listened to other podcasts. So. Let's, let's focus in on mindset. Let's talk about mindset. Like what from yeah. a mindset perspective can people do to help get out of their, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick and get into a place of let's heal. I think it really comes down to ditching that I'm sick mm-hmm. 
And there's tons of tactics, like you've talked about in some of your podcasts, like the meditations and the affirmations, and none of those work by themselves single-handedly. Like you can't just start affirm affirmatizing. <laughs> just made that up. I like it. You can't just start affirmatizing all day long and expect radical change. It comes down to the real root of what do you believe? Do you believe that sick is bad and that you're doomed and you're a victim? Is that what you believe? How can you change that belief? Mm-hmm. How can your how can your sickness be your fuel? How can your illness or dis-ease become your magic, become your superpower? Yeah. Turn that puppy around. Totally. That's, I mean, that's, that's where it all comes down to in my experience. Yeah. No, I love that. It's like turning it, turning it into your purpose and getting out of the resistance and just surrendering to it because it takes away the power, Right. Right. And then it's totally depowered. And then you're, and once you can get there, Bonnie, I, once you're there and it has no power, then it's like you just open up to the quantum field for what's possible. Yeah. You know, you, once you can shift, pivot that into what's possible, then like, then you start to just you'll start to see things and opportunities just like come your way. Mm-hmm. And then you're then your illnesses might start going away like mine. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. And then if it goes away, it goes away. If it doesn't, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So let's kind of shift into what you're up to these days. What, um, tell us what you have going on. Cause I know you got a whole bunch of stuff going on and you're like pumped up and fired up and you're using your, you're using your, Kidney failure as fuel for, like you were saying, for what you're doing. So tell us about it. Yeah. So what's on my heart first and foremost is because of this, these crazy roller coasters of life. And and trust me when I say they go back to childhood. I've got other, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> Watch my YouTube channel and you'll get to see some All other right. stories. Nice. Um, but, you know, I've, I'm I'm thankful for all those those crazy life experiences, but I've just I've come to a point where I I get it I get things now things are starting to really click in me and make sense in me the question marks I think I had in my brain before about how I wanted to deliver the message on my heart are starting to finally come into form and I'm starting to finally really know what my message is and the reason I know it is because I lived it Mm -hmm. and I needed to live it in order to know it. Mm. And so um, there's so much more power behind it when you've done it and when you've lived it. Absolutely. So, so now I'm really kind of, I just relaunched my coaching practice. All right. So if anyone wants to contact me, I guess the, I don't know what kind of information you can put. You can put any of my That's, information yeah, on here. I don't really care. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll put links to um, how to get a hold of you and any other things that you, that you're comfortable sharing. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and then also like we mentioned earlier, I just started a YouTube channel. It's called real talks with Sydney, where I just share what's on my heart in the moment that I feel led and guided. Some people might need to hear. And that's just a big deal. That's, 
It's just me wanting to give. And then I'm also doing another channel with one of my best friends, Sarah. And we just launched that today, actually. And that's called Soul Sessions with Sarah and Sydney. So we'll put a link to that in there as well. And I listened to it, by the way, and it's great. I love it. I I love both of you girls and your chemistry is awesome together. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. Nice to hear that that you like it. But that's what makes it so beautiful is that it, it it's like, you know, you're just going you're just going with your heart. Yeah. So true. What else? That's I mean, that's pretty much what I have going on. And there's other things in the works okay. right now, some programs I want to start putting together. Um I kind of started, but I've backed off a little bit. I, I don't think I was quite ready to do a program for people with chronic illness or who have, you know, been through trauma. That's something that will be coming. So I'll be talking about that on my YouTube at some point too, so you can t- tune into that. But it's not right now. So okay, that's all right. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that another time. Absolutely. I'd love um, to have you back on and hear what you're up to for sure. So I kind of like to ask everybody this one question because the show is mm-hmm. called The Chronically Courageous. So how do you define courage in the face of, of all that you've been through? The ability to dig deep within and just know that there's more and tap into that. Choose that over your victimhood. Mm, great words of advice. And it will it will always win. It will always win. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. A couple more things before we close up. I just want to do a few fill in the blank things with you. So my diagnosis has made me more bold and courageous. Yeah, warrior girl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, if I could change one thing about my path, it would be nothing. Kind of hope you'd say that. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. I totally understand. <laughs> I, I just want other people to hear that because it's so important to know that you know all these things that are happening may seem tragic in the moment, but in retrospect, it's all it's all with purpose. So yeah, right. Yeah, and that doesn't take away from the fact that I've been you know, in the, on the bathroom floor crying my life away on multiple occasions. Oh. So I'm not just like, la, la, la. <laughs> I've just figured out how to, you know, do it. No, I had to go down, 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 down into the shadows. And actually, another little piece of advice this training that I've been doing lately, it's called the Sajizi method. It's this whole thing. Hmm. And I don't even know if it's like Googleable, but um, my friend maybe have copyrighted it and she's doing a course on it, but it's about it's shadow work. And, and the gist of it is, you know, we're always looking for the light up here. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always like trying to climb up this wall and we're like scraping our feet. I just want to get to the, top where the light is up here at the top and it keeps us in this point of like consciousness maintenance where like you know we fall one day and then we're in the bed and we feel sorry for ourselves you know we're just trying to get out of that hole and we're like we're meditating and we're you know trying to do all the things Mm -hmm. to get out of the hole because we're triggered when we're in this hole right Right. our triggers just going crazy (laughs) the beautiful part of this the real life and the real beauty and the real vivaciousness of truly being alive st- 
starts by digging and leaning into your shadow and going down Mm -hmm. and going down, 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 down. And once you come to a point where you're, you're like that shadow, once you can alchemize the shadow to where it doesn't matter, you kind of really come to a point where you're like, you know what? That doesn't matter. So you take your trigger and you follow it down to tell me why that matters. And if that happened, why would that be important? And what does that mean? And what does that mean about you? And what does that mean about you? And you ultimately will always come to the place where it, it's all pointless. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And when you get there, when you're there, you're like, well, if nothing matters, Everything is possible, and it's down there where the light is. Like the light and everything is down yeah. below. Right. Lean into those shadows, deal with them, bust through them, and and realize like you are nothing but a light being totally connected to the quantum field and that's where all your answers are and that's where all the manifestations of everything that you want happens it's all there so it's hard to explain all of that no, i love it it's, it's um, hard, yeah but, but i but i think we get the point and that's and and like you yeah. i i don't want to pretend like i've always been miss you know poly sunshine or whatever either I've had, I believe me, I've had my moments of like really, really like down in the, you know, like you said, crying on the bathroom floor, just like, don't want to get out of bed. What's the point? Like, you know, and, and you do, I think you, you have to go to the depths, the darkest depths for that pain to be great enough for you to want to like find something else and find something different. So, right. Yeah. Right. So, all right, let's end this with a little hit of inspiration. What do you think is the most valuable lesson you've learned through this whole journey? There's no such thing as right or wrong, good or bad, sick or healthy. Well, there is, such, let me back up. There is such thing as all of them, but without one, you don't have the other. Hmm. And it's all the law of polarity that you don't have one without the other and neither is good nor bad. Right. And once one thing that really also really helped me that really, really helped me was coming to a place where I faced death in the eyes and was like, if I die, so what? So what? Yeah. You can't live without having to die. Right. Right. So really they're the same. So if you die, so what? And that's the ultimate fear. And it's coming into the merging of the life and death being the exact same thing. It's like a battery. A battery has a positive and a negative. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work unless both are tuned in. Right. Right. And neither is good nor bad. Mm -hmm. It just is. And so when you get to that point of, when you can really embrace that, it's just, God, it's freeing. Bonnie. Yes, it really is. It really <laughs> is. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sydney. It's been <laughs> totally amazing having you on the show. I love it. I can't wait to get this episode out to everybody. And um, I love you. You're awesome. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. 
It means the world to me that you took your time and energy to listen to this entire episode of The Chronically Courageous. If you know others that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your podcast player of choice. I welcome your feedback and questions. So please email me at bonnie at thechronicallycourageous.com. That's B-O-N-N-I at thechronicallycourageous.com. As always, I'm sending you so much love, happiness, and healing.